Hey, welcome to the Be Daring Podcast. How do you heal from the struggles of life while at the same time creating an amazing life that you love? My name is Lindsay McFarlane, and I'm here to help you learn how to heal from pain, find your identity, love yourself, and create an amazing new life that you will love. Are you ready to be daring? Let's do this. Hey, everybody. It is so hot here where I live. I live in Southern California, just a little bit inland from San Diego. And San Diego's weather is nearly perfect year round. Ours is close to perfect, but we have some weeks where we hit 100 degrees and that's this week. In fact, we have one day that is like 108, which is super hot for us. So um, the good thing is that we get the ocean breeze that comes in here at night and it cools down. So it's not like Arizona or Vegas where it's hot all night. It does cool down here. So I always look forward to that like five o'clock time when it's going to start cooling down. But Needless to say, September is right here. It's going to be September 1st and fall is coming. So today's podcast, I'm going to talk about how to hold on to who you are. And you might say, what does that mean? Like, why do I need to hold on to who I am? And why this is important to me. And as I've learned it, as I've gotten older, I am 45 years old now. So I've probably lived about half of my life, unless I live to be like 110. (laughs) I'm I'm probably right about in the middle of my life. Hopefully, hopefully I live till 90. Um, So I've had some experiences with life and relationships and learning about myself. And I know sometimes that I have given away who I am to please people around me or not truly be true to myself. So holding on to who you are is super important because you are trusting yourself. And when we trust ourselves, we are self-confident. And when we're self-confident, our relationships, our marriage, our life just flows a lot easier. And so I'm going to teach you a couple of things, two things in general, on to how to hold on to who you are. Um, I think the first thing that is so important is to not mask who we are. So in order to not mask who you are, and what I mean by mask is you're not truly being who you are at all times. You're being a certain way around this group of people, and then you're this way around this group of people, and you're changing, right? And of course, there's some leeway here. We're going to be more professional at work. We're going to be a little more relaxed at home all those things. But you know what I mean. We've all done this where we're trying to mold into fit in. And so 
As I've gotten older, I've realized this does not create true connection, true relationships, and it ends up killing our self-confidence because we're not being true to ourselves. We're not trusting ourselves. And it, it becomes an inaccurate picture of who we are, and it almost becomes confusing to ourself. So when we can take that mask off and really show up who we are in all areas of our life, yeah, in some areas we're going to be a little bit more relaxed, some a little more professional, some whatever that is, but we're still true to our beliefs and who we are. And when we do that, we start to create self-confidence and our relationships can get better. Um, I had a story that I was thinking about and um, it has to do a little bit with kind of the journey of our life and the difficulties and how we can create like difficulty just with how we're being and not taking care of ourselves in a situation. And anyway, I'll tell you this story and then I'll sum up how it relates to what I'm talking about. So I had a group of friends. I used to live in Northern California in a little town north of Sacramento. And it was very flat lands, lots of orchards. And then there was this little clump of mountains, like they were called the Buttes, and you could ride your bike around them or run. It was very pretty, drive your car out there. But it was the only like little tiny bit of raised land, like everything else was pretty flat around there. So I got really into road biking for a little while, and I'd have a group of friends. We'd go out riding every week, and it was fun. And it was actually during a very challenging part of my life where I was getting um, close to going through a divorce. And it was kind of like my friends just scooped me up and were like, this is what we're doing, Lindsay. And <laughs> so we would bike every week and we did races and had all kinds of fun. Anyway, this one day, I we were going to go out to the Buttes and ride around the Buttes. And it's a long ride. Um for us, it was long. I don't remember how long, 25 miles or something, which to us, that was long. And so at the time, we were just starting to, you know, build on our mileage. And I did not eat well that morning. I made this, you know, those tortillas that are like dough that you cook. I made one of those and I put butter and cinnamon and sugar on it and I ate it. And I thought that that was going to sustain me on <laughs> a bike ride that long. Little did I know, I had never experienced this before, literally hitting a wall where I couldn't pedal another step because I had not nourished my body. I had not taken care of me. Um, I had just thought, oh, I'll be fine. Like I've ran nine miles with zero food in my stomach or whatever, you know, and it wasn't fine. I hit this wall and I could not go further. And I had a friend that luckily had some healthy food there, gave me like a little bit of fruit and a bar to eat. And I pushed forward. But I that story is just so distinct in my mind of 
how important it is to prepare ourselves and take care of ourselves so that we can continue on this journey. And that's a huge part also of like holding on to who you are, learning who you are, learning what you like, what you don't like, what you need to keep you going, to keep you healthy in physically, mentally, emotionally, all the aspects. It's so important. And we're all so different. Like I, I need some time where I'm alone to revamp my mind, my energy. I know that there are certain foods that I am just going to crash after I eat them. If I eat too much ice cream, I just crash an hour later. Like I know these things about myself. And if you really dive deep, you can see those things about yourself too. So anyway, that bike ride story just always stands out to me in taking care of me and holding on to who I am and what I need in life Um, because I want to be able to show up in relationships the strongest way possible. And when I show up that way, authentically and who I am with my own unique wants, needs, and what I can give, that relationship is strengthened because I don't have that mask on. I am just me. I'm vulnerable and I'm able to connect. There is no connection without vulnerability. So if you are masking, if you are people-pleasing, any of those things, you are missing out on connection because you're not being you in that relationship. So the second little thing, section of stuff I want to talk about is maintaining a perspective of like the good things about you and the bad things about you. So having a good perspective on that and understanding that, you know, maybe I am a person with high anxiety, or maybe I am a person that has depression at times. Maybe I am a person that can overreact and create a lot of drama with and make problems out of nothing. And owning it, like owning it and not judging it. Does that make sense? So you are owning those pieces of you that you know are a little, are a lot. (laughs) You know that saying where they're like, if they say you're too much, then they need to, you know, watch out or whatever. But it's like, but just owning that, owning that, yeah, I am too much in this area sometimes and I'm working on it and not living in shame about it or hiding it, um, but owning those pieces of us and also owning the good. So many of us have these issues with just accepting that, like the smallest things like, oh, I like your shirt or I, you know, like someone compliments us or I like your hair. Oh, it's okay. I know I need to wash it or, you know, we always make excuses or whatever, but also not just physical traits, but like owning the good pieces of us, like, you know, 
Maybe you have a big heart. Maybe you're super giving. Maybe you're fun to be around. You're a good planner. You're good at getting people together. Like there are so many little things that make up who you are. And being able to hold on to that is going to help you hold on to who you are when tough times come up. Um, so not judging ourselves, but accepting all the pieces of who we are. So the two things to wrap this up, I'm almost done, but the two things to holding on to who you are are one, knowing that who, knowing who you are, knowing the good pieces, the bad, and not masking any of it, right? Not masking, like, um, not showing up as who you are, but trying to fit in or whatever, but letting people see you and owning that. And then the second piece is owning that I've got good things and I've got bad things about me. And I'm going to own both. I'm going to look at all of these great things about me and I'm going to own it and know that that is who I am and not push it away when I get a compliment. And then owning those bad things like, yeah, that is kind of true about me and it's okay. Not judging, not shaming, looking at it almost from the outside in. So when we're able to do all of these things, that is when you will start to see a shift in your marriage, in your relationships with others, in your relationship with yourself. You're going to become stronger. You're going to know what you want. You're going to be able to create boundaries in your life that need to be set and to protect your own mental state. And um, you're just going to become a stronger person overall. So I hope you guys have a fantastic week. I will be in my air-conditioned house away from the 100-degree heat, (laughs) and I'm looking forward to fall. It's coming. It's right here around the corner. So you guys can find me on Instagram, Lindsay McFarlane Coaching underscore, and my website is lindsaymcfarlane.org, and go sign up for a free consult. I do free 30-minute calls And whether you want to sign up for my coaching program or not, why not just do the call? It's free help. Why not? And I love to get to know people. So come find me. Have a great week. Love you all. Talk to you later.